The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. God bless you for tuning in. Hello, this is Christina Sasso of Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God International, and you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. We are living in the most exciting times in the history of the church. We have responsibilities and we have the opportunities. And you and I, we are not going to miss the golden opportunities set before us for 2021 and beyond. Focus on the good news and do your part. I explain later. In Psalm chapter 37, verse 6, all the way through 13. Psalm 37, verse 6 through 13. Read it over and over again when you're feeling depressed. And the reasons why you're feeling depressed, because you've been listening to the bad news instead of the good news. So now you're listening at the sound of my voice. These are good news. Even if I skin you alive, even stop on your toes, it's still a good news. Psalm 37, verse 6. Do not fret because of evil men or be envious of those who do wrong. For like the grass, they will soon wither. Like green plants, they will soon die away. Here's the instruction. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your ways to the Lord, trust in Him, and He will do this. He will make your righteousness shine like the dawn, the justice of your cause like the noonday sun. Be still before the Lord, and wait patiently for Him. Do not fret when men succeed in their ways when they carry out their wicked schemes. Refrain from anger and turn from wrath. Do not fret, it leads only to evil. For evil men will be cut off, but those who hope in the Lord will inherit the land. A little while, and the wicked will be no more. Though you look for them, they will not be found. That is why, look at them, they're still angry, because they know they have a limited time. Verse 11, but the meek will inherit the land and enjoy great peace. The wicked plot against the righteous and gnash their teeth at them. But the Lord laughs at the wicked, for he knows their day is coming. And it's going to come suddenly. When you and I are prepared and are in our post, it will come suddenly. Proverbs 24, verse 19 and 20. Do not fret because of evil men or be envious of the wicked. For the evil man has no future hope, and the lamp of the wicked will be snuffed out. So many Christians, I hear them depressed, angry, afraid. You know, God is still laughing and giving in to depression, giving in to wrath or anger or fear. These are the temptations of our days. 
you look at them that way. They are temptations. You have a right to walk away from it and not receive it or to entertain it or to touch it. So we must endeavor to focus on who our God is. He is a loving, awesome, almighty God. And we need to listen to what he is saying to us in our days. Many of you are wondering, what happened? After all those prophecies and all the good news, how did United States of America had gotten here? My dear brothers and sisters, it is our responsibility because the condition of the charts is reflected on the condition of the country, especially the leaders. We are responsible. The Lord did not give his name and the stewardship or the governance to the world, to the wicked. He gave it to us. And the government shall be upon his shoulder, and we are the body of Christ. He gave us his name and all the authority in that name, both heaven and earth. So it is our responsibility. The sooner we correct our ways of doing things, the sooner we correct what is happening to this great country of ours, the better. Time is of the essence. So we need to ask God, specifically, we need to ask the Holy Spirit to teach us His ways. So before you start shooting at me, because I said it's our responsibility, listen to what I have to say, all right? And you know me. If you've been listening to me, I'm not intimidated or concerned whether you get upset or not, because God is going to replay my voice and this message to you over and over and over again until you get it. That is my positive confession and prophecy. When we read or study the Bible, even in the Old Testament, you and I must reflect or meditate or focus on the characteristics of our God, His nature, and his ways of doing things. And in our present days, we also have the Holy Spirit, who is our teacher. In Exodus chapter 23, verse 13 through 30, the Lord gave the nation of Israel specific instruction for them to follow. They are not really hard, but they are specific. His instructions to the nation of Israel were very clear. Okay, let me read from NLT. Exodus twenty three twenty two. If you listen carefully to what he says, meaning the angel that is leading them, and do all that I say, if you listen carefully to what the angel says, and if you do all that I say, I will be an enemy to your enemies and will oppose those who oppose you. If we're going to follow the instructions of God in our days, especially for this year, God will fight the battle for us. He will be an enemy to our enemies, and he will oppose those who are opposing us. So God promised the nation of Israel, if you obey my instruction, he will defeat their enemies for them and will drive them out. But here is one verse that a condition in our days that we also need to focus on. Exodus chapter 23, verses 29 and 30. But I will not drive them out in a single year, 
because the land will become desolate and the wild animals will multiply and threaten you. I will drive them out a little at a time until your population has increased enough to take possession of the land. Remember, if you listen carefully to what the angel that is sent to lead you and do everything that I say, then I'll be an enemy to your enemies and I will oppose those who oppose you. That's Exodus twenty-three twenty-two. That's God's ways of doing things. And that is his character. He's very protective of his children. And here it is. We are not talking about increasing the number of members or partners in a given ministry. We are talking about increasing the number of competent, mature, well-abled, strong men and women ready to take over the Hivitites, the Canaanites, all the ites in our times, all right? In our times, for example, we're talking about arts and entertainment. They became our enemies, the news media, social media, tech industries, and many other big-time corporations and people. Nowadays, we still do not have enough competent, able Christians to take over these industries all at the same time. We need to educate, disciple, and train God's people on His ways of doing things because the instruction is very clear. I will not drive them all at the same time until you increase in number. And I will do this and I'll fight for you if you follow my instruction to the letter. Our Lord Jesus addressed the finances, how to handle money, the banking system, for us to follow. Infants and children will not be able to handle a loaded gun. And that is what we have. Yes, we have an increased converts. But many Christians or ministries remain a daycare center. They will ask you, before I'll join your church, let me interview you, Pastor. What are your programs? Or indirectly, they'll ask you, are you going to hold my hand, change my diapers, and let me play and take care of everything for me? You're going to feed me? Or what are you going to feed me? Are you going to prophesy good things about me? Are you going to pray for me? And when I'm in trouble, will you solve the problem for me so that I can go ahead and create more troubles? So the leadership, the discipleship must change drastically. It has to be God's ways of doing things. Christians must focus in learning God's ways of doing things. Keep in mind, the Lord Jesus expects us to occupy until he comes. I know this message is not going to win friends. I really don't care about winning you over. What I want for you is to listen to God, obey his instruction, focus on him, and take your post. What I care about is doing what I can so that my generation will not completely miss the opportunities given to us and at the same time to prepare and train the future generations so that they will receive their inheritance fully. And you know what? I am finding out that young people are more desperate to see the move of God in this country and upon their lives and for them to see the manifestations of signs and wonders like in the book of Acts. 
And if you're one of the naysayers who say, well, the young people nowadays, all their care is about themselves, whose fault is that? If you yourself did something to train the young by showing godly principles and examples, they might not be as selfish, they might not be carnal as they are now. You have a responsibility too, you know. Instead of us having a criticizing committee and then check who got out of their uh, box that you put them in, if you focus on what you're supposed to do, where you're at right now, and be productive, we will not be in the same situation as we are now. I have been reviewing and listening to the prophecies released for the past several years, and more importantly, the prophecies released for this year, our instruction, and what God has promised. I intend to focus on those promises and instruction. And I had been encouraging and admonishing our partners and members and you to redirect your focus, redirect your resources and attention to what God is saying. He is a faithful God. In Revelation chapter 2, verse 29 says, Those who have ears, let them hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to the churches. So do not sin against God. Do not disobey this commandment. And you should stop listening to what the wicked media are saying. Stop listening to the bad reports. If you belong to our Lord Jesus Christ, he said, my people or my sheep hears my voice and to the voice of a stranger, they will not listen or they will not obey. So what are you doing? And here's another commandment for you and I to start paying attention. And also do not fear men, but fear God instead. Revelation 22 verse 11. Let the one who is doing harm continue to do harm. Or let the one who continues to do wrong continue to do wrong. Let the one who is vile continue to be vile. Let the one who is righteous continue to live righteously. Let the one who is holy continue to be holy. You're going to hear me repeating this over and over again because it is not a recommendation. It is a commandment. And this commandment is very clear. Don't pay attention to those who do wrong. Let them. Let them continue to do wrong. But you, I have made you righteous, continue to live righteously. And if you are holy, continue to be holy. So that commandment is very clear. So why focus on what the wicked are doing? Just look at them. They don't have any peace in their hearts and they think that they're getting everything that they got. They are angrier than before. And they are so afraid because you know why? Nothing can satisfy them, including us. If we are not in the perfect will of God, we will not be satisfied because he is the only one who can complete all of us. And the wicked out there, including many political leaders, they are afraid of us Christians. Satan knew and is quite aware what is coming to him. So now he will try to destroy people's lives as many as possible and wreak havoc upon this country and to the rest of the world. 
Abort babies as fast as he can. We can shorten this time and suddenly this will manifest upon the body of Christ if we focus on him and follow the instruction. No more daycare centers. We need to mature, my dear brothers and sisters. And if you and I don't obey this commandment of the Lord to continue to do the right thing, to continue to live a life of holiness, what will happen? So let us focus on what we're supposed to do. It's a commandment to us, Revelation twenty-two eleven. I have been spending time with the congregation of Freedom Fellowship Church and partners of Sons of God International in training. I just finished business school, preparing for the young people for the transfer of wealth and those that are hungry. God's ways of doing things amongst the youth. You know what? A good sign. And I thank God they're getting it. And some of them have been implementing it. And now they are ready in full force to implement and to do what God is telling them. Throughout this ministry, I never trained anyone to be a pastor, a prophet, especially prophets, etc. I always tell our congregation to occupy, to glorify God where God has placed them, and believe the impossible. Now I am training them to be a good manager, to be a good financier, how to handle finances, what they need to do in preparation, in setting up their businesses or companies, what are the requirements of the law. And they will apply the principles of the kingdom as taught by our Lord Jesus himself. And as long as they continue to obey God, I will continue to guide them, pray for them, support them. But they have to be able to discern and hear the voice of God and develop that personal relationship with Him. And I continue to remind everyone, including you now, that there is no such thing as a part-time minister of the gospel in our days. If you are born-again Christian, you are a full-time minister wherever you're at. Not to quote scriptures left and right, but by your action, by the way you live. You belong to the body of Christ. You are a full-time minister. You will not just minister to God's people's needs, fulfill your responsibilities, but you also minister to His needs. You may not have a podium, but your sphere of influence is where you're at. You can pray. Look at Joseph. He was wrongfully accused and thrown to prison. What did he do? He took over the prison. He still continued to be a prophet, and he still continued to run away from sins and temptation. So we need to do that. So if you are an employee, be the best, most competent employee, most dependable that your company ever had. Pray for the success of the company so that you'll have a company of your own. If you have employees now or is managing people, take an interest in their personal growth. Pray for them. Discipline them and at the same time encourage them to be the best they can be. Look at the potential and their strength and you work with them on those. 
by your life, by your attitude, and by you handle people, you will be able to win many. So take your post. So if God has blessed you financially, then help finance the Great Commission and don't finance programs. Honor God. I am going to meet with the group again. I have the assignments and we will cover the tech industries, the finance industries, and the arts and entertainment. And we continue to prophesy and call forth godly people and righteous people, the bright minds amongst the Christians that God is sending to the media, to the technology, so that we are not going to be canceled. We are not going to be limited in our outreaches, but we're going to take over. And as soon as we increase in number, you're going to see a major takeover on major companies and businesses. Okay? That is a part of our inheritance. God did not tell us to confine ourselves within the four corners, four walls of our church buildings. And we should not be focused on who's stealing somebody else's members. I mean, give me a break. There are many people out there that need salvation. Why don't you and I focus on them, huh? And for those that are uh, born again, why don't you join me in training them and maturing them so that they can be sent also to the front lines? And at the same time, you know what? As I teach the young people and others that are hungry for the things of God, I am also learning with them because the Holy Spirit continues to give me revelation and insight. And it's very exciting. I intend to finish my assignment here on earth. So for you too, it is time for you to grow up. We must continue to learn the things about God and his ways of doing things while we're here, still on earth, still breathing. And take your post. I don't like what is happening to our country. I have been prophesying. I have been praying with a selected group of people. And before the January 20th, I already know that God is going to allow this present administration to be on the post. Because on how he gave me the verdict on December 10. So I knew, but I was still praying from December 10 when I released that verdict. All the way now, I'm still praying that things will get reversed. That I'm wishing that I'm having a nightmare. And it's time for me to wake up. But I know what God had me released on December 10. It was on video. We showed it to everybody those who attended the prophetic gathering of the saints. But many, if not all of them, have forgotten or they didn't see it. God allowed these things to happen because he wants the body of Christ to mature and increase in number. He also is not finished exposing all the corruptions that is in Washington, D.C., it is timing, and he is not confined to our deadlines. And because God is merciful. So this is his ways of doing things. I may not like it, and I was praying that it will be reversed. But it did not reverse. 
but I will still continue to focus on the instruction because suddenly start coming and he declared that this year is a year of victory. So I'm going to take his word for it because he's faithful. And besides, we are responsible in implementing his ways of doing things here on earth. And I'm going to do my part. And I pray that through this message, through this radio program, that you will continue to do the right thing and you will take your part too. And you're going to trust him. I'll continue to engage and I'm going to continue and be more aggressive in preparing the next generation for the transfer of wealth, influence, and affluence. So we're going to have fun, and I'm running out of time. Keep in mind, trust God, and focus on our instruction as a body, as a church. Here in the United States, and if you're living in abroad, focus and obey the instruction. Don't mind what the wicked are doing. God is still on the throne, and he's laughing, and suddenly everything will be reversed. Amen? God bless you for tuning in. Until next time. Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you. If you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891. And for Saturday's program, call us at 210-695-1630. Send all emails to sonsofgod at satx.rr.com and all letters to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023. For more info, including service times and upcoming events, find us at www.sogmi.org. That's www dot s-o-g-m-i dot org